Testing, testing. <laughs> <laughs> things that make life a little bit more saucy i change that every time because i always forget the name of my podcast so um i I like like what you just said (laughs) so i'm here with my friend mariah and her son harrison and mariah and i have been friends since college and (laughs) oh he's he's waving to you um and this year mariah made kind of a cool decision to take her bundle of children and move on the road. So um, that's fascinating to me because a lot of people look at her like she's crazy for doing that. (laughs) So this is our first child appearance on the show, which is great. So we'll probably have to keep it as PG as possible. Um, But he's heard it. I don't know if that's a good thing, but... (laughs) Okay, so Mariah, introduce yourself. What do you do? Uh, how many children do you have? What's your life like? Only people could see the screen because this is it, pretty much. <laughs> um, okay, so I just turned 29, which even saying out loud sounds insane because yeah. how are we grownups? Like I don't know. legit grownups. We're 30. It's very weird. <laughs> when I when I like say, yeah, I'm a mom of four, it's like, wait, how did that even happen? Mariah is the friend in college that we like did all of the funnest things with. We met at Old oh, Navy gosh, and then <laughs> that lasted 30 seconds. He so... wants to know who you're talking to. Oh, I'm talking to people who will listen to this. That's a good question, actually. It looks kind of silly. Yeah. Yeah. So this is all recording, and then she, and then people can like play it on their phone later, and they won't see this; they'll just hear it. So she's explaining things that people will listen to later. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. She's <laughs> so like, Mariah- <laughs> why? Why would you do that? Uh, Mariah and I were like party friends without the drinking in college so I was in college she was working um and I spent almost every night at her parents house sleeping on their couch in the basement and she was just that friend of my life so it's really funny to see how different the directions of our life have taken we got married in the same year and you mama I'm thirsty You want real life, here it is. (laughs) So yeah, it's fun to see the different directions that our lives have taken. And Mariah got to work having kids the second she got married. So she's been pregnant for the last 10 years. (laughs) Forever. I I have four boys under five. With them, if they were spaced the way we planned, I think Harrison would have been just six no just five um but it didn't happen that way (laughs) 
So we have Harrison, who's four and a half. He'll be five in June. Theo just turned three, um, but we keep saying he's two at all these places we're visiting because it's always cheaper. <laughs> um, Gus was one in October, and then Julian was born the day after Christmas. So um, my shirt right now is my it's my ringmaster of the shit show shirt, which is just that's our life. Yeah. Wouldn't you agree, Harrison? Yeah. Um, it's busy chaos all the time. I don't know what I would do if things were quiet. That sounds scary. Well, and it's funny because we both have crazy busy lives, but in very different ways. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But that's always been both of our personalities was to sign up for way more than we could handle. And so I just did that with my career and you did that with birthing children. So Yeah, and I can say that because we're pals, and you're that sounds it totally incredibly. legit. That's, I mean, I don't think I could put it better. You're like, yeah, I'm up till three a.m. I'm like, me too, but yeah, not we, in a fun way. We do I most of our I talking. We do most of our talking at two a.m. because I'm up, <laughs> and so is she. So, um, so you had a traditional house for the birth of your first three children. You were doing the whole house grind, moving up in the world, getting bigger houses. Um, And then this year happened. And just tell us a little bit about your decision to move into the RV and what crazy part of your brain decided it would work with three and a half children and, and a dream. I cannot, like, explain it. Which sounds weird, but like it kind of just came out of nowhere. He we bought an RV in June um, because my husband had gotten laid off work, and it was like, "Hey, our kids are too young to be in school. You're not working because of COVID. Like, what other opportunity? When are we going to have this opportunity again? Let's just get an RV and we'll go camping." And um, we went to, we spent a week in Missouri and it was so fun, so hot, but it was really fun. And, um, it wasn't Christmassy. It wasn't Christmassy, but we, <laughs> but we like, you know, didn't have anywhere to be, didn't have any plans. We kind of just like, we're like, you know, we'll go wherever, whatever pops up. We'll search for fun things in a random city and we'll, we'll just go check it out. No harm, no foul. And, um, it was like two months later, maybe six weeks, our neighbor down the street said, I mean, we had talked about selling our house. Um, the neighbor down the street was like, yeah, if you, if that's something on your radar I would do it now we just got I think they initially got 15 grand over asking and honestly the whole thing after that was like a whirlwind thing I said Rob you know we want to pay off all our debt we were going to sell it anyway like again what better time than now when we have nothing going on he works in the wedding industry and they were pretty much shut down I'd already thrown around the idea and I he was like, yeah, that would be super cool. Shrug, shrug. And I was like, let's just do it. Like, let's just do it right now. Um, 
we'll find a realtor and see what needs to be done. Cause we, you know, like every other quarantine, um, people had done a bunch of work on the house because you had free time. Yeah. So he texted the realtor who actually sold the lady's house down the street and we worked with him and it was like a roller coaster because nothing can ever just go <laughs> the way that you want it. So if I remember correctly, we had put a huge payment down on a new to us camper because we discovered that legally their car seats aren't allowed to be buckled into motorhomes because they're not crash tested. Okay. So, um, yeah, that's kind of a safety thing that they don't tell you. Um, but we, well, you guys had like a camper van too. So it was like a, yeah, a small, no way you could live in it kind of RV. No, no, definitely not. We would have lost our sanity a long time ago. Um, so this was getting a bigger camper was always in the plan, but obviously having money from selling your house, it was like, so we put a whole bunch of money on a camper. Um, and then we had Rob's parents go look at it because his dad's like the camper expert. Um, and he was like, yeah, this whole side is like molded out. Ooh. And it was like, <laughs> we drove the t- 40 minutes home laughing because it was one of those like if you're not laughing you're crying situations because we were closing on our house like at the end of that week and we had nowhere to live (laughs) so (laughs) so um it was like the next day we drew he was like I found one in Ohio so we like loaded up and drove to Ohio the very next day um liked the camper and then obviously his parents had to come check it out again so they came to check it out we like stayed in a hotel so obviously this was the beginning of like just rolling with the punches this we're just gonna do whatever (laughs) um and his dad was like yeah for this price the camper that we ended up buying the people never left the lot so it had never been like driven around they brought they brought bought it at the camper store and then they brought it to the campground and it never moved so it was in really good condition and like we had the money for it. So we were like, okay, his dad hooked it up to the truck the next day and we brought it home. We brought our home. We didn't bring it home because we didn't have one. <laughs> we came our home. <laughs> you brought it to the place where you call home. Yes. I don't know. That is very confusing. Okay, so you bring the camper back to Michigan slash Allendale where you guys store it. Yep. And you are pregnant, like real pregnant, and you have three children. What do you, like, obviously you're not traveling all the time. What do you do when you're not traveling? Um, well, for this past summer, my dad actually has a membership at a campground. Um, and it's like you camp two weeks there and then you have to have one week somewhere else before you can come back for two more weeks. Um, and he's not using it because he's like restoring a house that he bought in Hamilton. So he was working on the house all summer trying to get it ready for winter. So he's like, yeah, I want to say it was a small fee that we could use his membership. So we were in Grand Haven for two weeks at a time and then we would stay somewhere else. Um, which the whole process of like getting your house ready to sell 
not letting, wanting your children to be in the house because like you want everything to be clean and every, oh my gosh. The because you thing. have toddlers who pee on the floor. Oh my gosh. Yes. And we have a dog who sheds and it was, it was so fun. We were like, okay, we're replacing the carpet this day. And then the cleaning lady comes this day. So this day we are moving out for good and no one can ever come back in this house ever again. <laughs> so it was a good time. Because knowing children, they would immediately walk in the house and pee on the floor. They'd be like, wait a second. I feel like I should paint something with chocolate or poop or... A combination of both. I never get sick, but all of a sudden I'm going to puke everywhere. <laughs> was this was this new carpet? My bad. <laughs> It smelled like new carpet, so I just, I wondered. This looks like, you know, the, the right place to puke. <laughs> uh, okay, so what did you do with all your stuff? Did you put it in storage? Did you sell a bunch of it? Did you bring it to the Goodwill? We sold so much, but I've al- always wanted to do like minimalistic um you know, you are able to invest your time and energy on stuff that's important when you're not surrounded by stuff that isn't. Um, so honestly, moving to a camper was like, oh my gosh, now I can get rid of so much shit that I don't need, didn't want. Um, we do have a storage unit. We have all of our furniture. Um, there was no way in hell we were going to be able to bring all their toys. So there's significant amount of toys in storage, but we got rid of so much stuff. And even Rob was like, why do we have this? We never use this. Why do we have two of these? And I'm like, now you get it. <laughs> I'm like, this stuff has been driving me nuts for seven years now. And I'm like, finally, we're on the same page and I can just, stuff's gone. Well, and that's so one of the good. benefits too, I would think to living in a camper is you don't have to have all those toys because you just send your kids outside. Yep. And the thing that's so magical is like, the toy they can get to them but they're not like they're all in the top bunk that's not being used so I'll just be like okay today's we're gonna do magnetiles and I get them down and they're like so excited because they haven't seen them in a week they're like oh new toys I'm like this is great I love this (laughs) you're not overwhelmed by an entire playroom full of junk from wall to wall so it's like exciting when you bring one thing down and they all sit together and play it's like this is magic. I love it. <laughs> well, and it, it's it kind of goes against what people say about parenting too that you just need so much stuff to be a parent. Really like you're proving that you don't need to do that. No. No, the more stuff you have, the less they play. I mean, it's like a scientific thing. If you're overwhelmed by the amount of stuff you're sitting in, you're not going to find enjoyment in any of it. You're going to be overwhelmed and overstimulated and a hot mess express. I mean, they do that too. They're definitely, definitely hot mess expresses, but like I will pull down, it's just like they're animals and they're, they pretend they're Pokemon and they're battling and whatever. And it's like, this would have never happened in a house in a giant room full of useless junk. Yeah. Or like places for them to all be in separate rooms and not interact with each other. Yes. Yep. Okay. So, um, you 
go to campgrounds and then winter comes. Well, so he, he's such a like facts and figures person and I'm just like, eh, whatever. But he's like, oh, there's this membership and it costs this much. And it's like for your entire lifetime, you pay this one amount and it, you have this membership for life. Um, and there's X amount of campgrounds and it's similar to my dad's and like the two weeks in one week out, depending on your membership level. But that's where we've been staying for like the longer periods. Um, but like in our traveling down to Florida, we stayed at what's called Harvest Host. And that's my, honestly my favorite thing. So Harvest Host, I think is $79 for the year. And I think he said 1600 places. And those are like the farms. Okay. So that's like the first one we ever stayed at um, was an alpaca farm. So we got there super late. Everybody was tired, but I don't think they were sleeping. And there's like, like six or seven kittens running around and they like follow us to the camper and they're like trying to get in the camper. And I'm immediately like, okay, this, I, I'm in love with this whole, like, so we wake up and there's alpacas out our camper window. Like who in their right mind wouldn't think this is so cool. And I'm so glad that I get to show my children this and ex- they get to experience this because <laughs> he really misses the alpaca farm because it had kittens <laughs> we i mean not almost took one home but they were trying to get us to take one home so rob actually brought that's how he woke them up the next morning he put a kitten in harrison's bed and i was like don't do that do it all he's gonna do is want a kitten we've talked about the process you and harvest host is like your favorite because they get all the experiences so let's talk a little bit about um your reasons like your the pros in your mind of choosing this lifestyle i guess we could call it well I mean, we had already kind of thrown around the idea of homeschooling um, just because, again, I researched the shit out of everything. <laughs> and in in the stuff that I've researched, I'm like, you know, traditional schooling, it just seems so like everything coming out of it just seems negative. You know, the teachers are overworked and underpaid and the system itself is failing and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you know what, if there's an alternative, then I'm going to try and figure that out. Well, and you're more than qualified for it too, because you spent so many years working in daycares and then also you went to school for early childhood development. Like you're not, I'm saying I'm going to be the kind of mom who sends my kids to people like you because I'm not I don't have the patience to learn all those things but you're the person who's like passionate about teaching your kids and you like set up activities for them like that's your personality so it's only natural for you well and I I think a lot of people like look at the way I do things and maybe this is just in my head but I'm like I look so lazy because I'm just like very hands-off 
as far as like, I'm just going to let them explore and I'm going to let them climb and I'm going to let them fall and play in dirt and whatever. And I look like somebody who's like, I just don't want to deal with them. But that's like, again, the opposite. I've done so much research and like, this is why I need to let them figure things out by themselves. I mean, that's pretty self-explanatory, but um, just lost my train of thought. You're like making an actual, (laughs) you're making an actual effort to be hands off. It's not because you don't care. Yeah. It's because it's hard for you and you're choosing to do that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So being able to kind of going back to the harvest host thing, it's like, um, a lot of them are farms, but it's just kind of, Rob describes it as these are like off the beaten path things. Like it's super easy to get off the highway and camp at a campground right there where the harvest hosts are like, I mean, literally in the middle of nowhere. We had to drive like 25 minutes the next morning to find breakfast. And it wasn't even like, it was kind of like we were settling. We're like, well, this is the closest thing and everyone's hungry. We're just in the middle of nowhere. But um, we got to see like a movie studio we were gonna go um it was like a 80s animatronic museum that ended up they were closed they were only open on the weekends or something so we missed that opportunity but just like weird bizarre off the beaten path things that they otherwise i otherwise never would have known existed existed. (laughs) um the place that we swam with the manatees was actually a harvest house so like we were camping like 25 yards from the canal where we went swimming with them like yeah it's insane (laughs) again things we never would have ever come across even even if we were camping full-time most people just stay at campgrounds and I am so thankful that we stumbled upon Harvest House because cool stuff really cool stuff (laughs) well and it it like links you to other people who are passionate about life experiences too. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the great thing about living this lifestyle in the age of social media is someone can say, Oh, I have a cousin, a brother, a uncle who lives in so-and-so town and you can stay on their property while you're there or whatever. Yeah. Yep. We stayed um, two or three nights at someone's house um, that Rob's dad knows. And again, in the middle of nowhere, but the guy was like, here's my ATV. Take the kids out. You should see deer running through the field, like pretty much all night and day. So we're like rolling around in this ATV. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Odes, an odes, whatever that is. Like it's all, <laughs> it's all sealed in, you know? Um, but they thought it was super cool. And we actually have had to sit Harrison down because it kind of just hit me. I'm like, we should probably explain to him that like this isn't a normal thing that other kids are doing yeah <laughs> because I don't want him to like I don't know I'm, I'm like he's like spoiled in a different way I guess he gets to go places and do things and see things and while he's not like playing the hottest video game console like I'm like, I want to make sure that we're we're covering the basis here that you're not going to turn into an asshole about this. Yeah, like someone who's craving the next new experience instead of the next new video game. Yeah. Yeah. Or he's like, what? You haven't swam with manatees? Get your shit together. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm four and I've already done that. Seriously. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I'm like, we need to make sure that that's not a thing that you do. <laughs> so, um, other than, you know, free range children and allowing yourself to experience a bunch of cool new things, has it been good for like their development, your marriage? Like, has it been, has there been perks to having you guys around all the time? I would say now that Julian's here, yes. Um, before that, I think it was worse when we were at home though, because there were like, you know, he got laid off and was thrust into this stay at home dad life where I had always run everything and had the reins. And he was like, I don't know if I should step in. I don't know if I should, if that's even helpful because you're, you've already been doing this without me. So it took us a long time to figure out like a rhythm and it definitely wasn't going to happen at home because we just didn't know our roles anymore, which sounds so weird. Like, Hey, we are both here and now we can divide up all the work. And we just didn't know how to do that. Um, and when we got in the camper, yes, a little bit more. Um, but now that Julian's here and he was five weeks old when we took off this time, um, he was born in Michigan and then we left again at five weeks. And so we're in a different state. There's four of them. I'm learning a new, we're both learning four kids together, which we've never been able to do before this. Yeah. So we're obviously in a state where we don't have any help. We, my sister a little bit, but we're learning this together without any support. So it's kind of been nice because we are leaning on each other, which before we didn't know how. Yeah. So yeah, I would say the last three weeks have been awesome because we're like, okay, we're just going to do this. Like, well, and let's go. That's the best part of being married is having someone who you can like do that with. Right? Yeah. Like we're going to take this on together. So yeah. if it's shitty, it's shitty together. And if it's good, it's good together. Yeah. Well, and I have seasonal depression. So I'm like, man, have the last three weeks been good for our marriage because we're in the sun or because like we have no other choice but to figure this shit out? Yeah. Either way, I'm loving it. So yeah, no, that's awesome. And you know, we're close friends. So in, in my mind, I think it was a, a good choice for your marriage for you guys to go from living these very separate lives, him at work and you at home. Yeah. To being forced to confront each other all the time. Yeah. Not every marriage would that be a good thing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we we joked that like um from going from one to two kids was the hardest because the Theo was born in February and that summer he the what his um DJ business really took off but he didn't have any employees yet. So he was working full-time and then like sometimes Friday, Saturday, Sunday nights, plus nights during the week, he was having meetings with brides and meetings um, with uh, venue people and whatever. So like we joke now that Theo didn't know who he was because he was never around. Um, And now it's like, 
Harrison, he said that, you know, or Rob said, we have to go back to Michigan eventually because he has to work. And Harrison like was deer in the headlights and was like, I don't want you to go back to work because he, he thought he meant his traditional job. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're going to go back and he's going to work, I think like one or two weekends a month or whatever. So he's still going to be around and it's going to be awesome. But Harrison immediately was like, no, I don't want to go back to that, (laughs) which is like heartbreaking because that's a reality for so many families. Yeah. And we're so lucky to be in the situation that we are, but I cannot imagine having it this way and then having to go back the other way. That would be earth shattering. Okay, let's take a break. And then when we come back, we can talk about how you make it work. Because I think with COVID, people may actually be able to make it work. And if they think this sounds appealing, it's nice to hear from someone who's actually done it, how you do it. We're back. Wow. Such great, great break time. Um, so (laughs) explain a little bit like how you make money and how you pay your bills and do you have bills and what does that look like? Like traveling can be expensive in the traditional way. So how do you pay for food and do you cook in your trailer and what does like life look like for you guys? Well, we made a bunch of money on the sale of our house. Um, and then we, sold one of our vehicles to get our 12 passenger van um to tow the camper with so we were able to with the money we made in our house we were able to pay off our debt and get the camper and the van with cash and then we um obviously sold the motorhome that we had um, so we had that money as well. So all of that went to pretty much paying for everything in cash. So we don't have a house payment, obviously. We don't have a camper payment. We don't have a car payment. Um, and yeah, <laughs> that took care of a lot of it. As far as bills go, most of our bills are like business related, like our phones and stuff like that. Um And then because weddings have been shut down, um, we pretty much have been, because he, it's, he still is booking the events, I guess. So it's like, Mm -hmm. they're not occurring and he's not getting the full payment. Some people pay in full, but, um, mostly just deposits so far which has been nice and then our trusty stimulus check yeah <laughs> that got you a couple dinners maybe mm, oh wait thanks. you've got four kids you're getting all the stimulus money <laughs> it's true it's true things they don't tell you in high school pop out a bunch of kids for when the economy shuts down <laughs> yeah yeah sure <laughs> Um, but you guys have to like pay insurance and stuff too, I imagine, right? You mean like on the camper on the RV and stuff? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, that 
I don't even, I want to say he did like, you know, the six months at a time and it's, yeah, you get your tiny little break that way. But honestly, we were so fortunate with the money we made on our house. It was, it wasn't 15 grand over asking, but we told the realtor like, Hey, here's where we need to be for us to accept anything. Anything higher is great, but anything lower, like, we're just going to stay here. So, and because we were able to, we didn't need to sell our house. It was just kind of a, hey, let's take this opportunity. We were able to make those demands, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> we, okay. We, we can just walk away from this if we need to, so. Is your plan to stay in the camper long-term? Do you think... You'll stay there forever, or are you going to wait until the housing market changes and buy a house again? We were planning on waiting until the housing market changes um, because we didn't want to make money on a house and then turn around and have to put it back in, pay 20 grand over asking for something that isn't actually worth what they're saying it is. So, um, again, because we're homeschooling slash unschooling and we don't have anywhere we really need to be we're kind of just playing it by ear and rolling with the punches and like if we're in a camp in still in our camper in two years cool if we're not cool like we'll just do what we need to do when the time comes so yeah and you're lucky that you have the kind of business that you guys run together where you don't even necessarily have to be there. He can just train people to yeah. do it. So by the way, Rob is a DJ in case anybody needs a DJ for anything. So Mariah might even come to your wedding and she's got some sick dance moves. So, and I'll um, be there all night. I'll be yeah. there all night long on the day. <laughs> so why not? sorry, or you're welcome. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, there was another thing I was going to ask that I completely forgot. Oh, what's it like having a baby and being homeless? Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> having a home birth without a home. It was um, stressful. <laughs> it became m- more stressful. Well, because your goal originally, right, was to rent for a couple months when you had to give birth. Yes. Yes. So we had talked about just renting like, hey, two, three months, no big deal. We'll just rent somewhere. Um, And really what made me change my mind. Uh Uh-oh. My internet connection yeah. says it's unstable. Is yours working? It stopped for a second. So talk about renting again. Okay. It's back up. So we had talked about renting um, for a couple months because I was due January 8th, but the other three came early. Um, I don't remember if this is exactly what changed our mind, and it sounds so stupid coming out of my mouth now, but... I have a friend who does drawings like watercolor of houses and they're so beautiful. And I'm like, someday when we have a house again, I would love to have a watercolor painting of the houses that we've lived in because our babies were born there. 
Yeah. And then all of a sudden I like panicked because I was like, oh my God, this baby's going to be born in an apartment. And I don't want a painting of an apartment. <laughs> because your pregnant brain was like, that is the number this one. Is so important. So <laughs> I'm like, we're going to have this beautiful house painting and this other beautiful house painting. And then it's going to be like this janky ass apartment building. I'm like, if there's anything that we can do to avoid that, can we do it? <laughs> so his parents go to Florida for the entire month of December and we're like, you can stay at our house. Cool. <sighs> but <laughs> there are pros and cons to everything. And I love my parents-in-laws, parents-in-law dearly. But it's not your house. It's not my house. Yeah. You know, it was the, they are looking to remodel their kitchen. It's a very small kitchen. Um, you know, there's lots of family heirlooms and breakables and, you know, super pregnant me and three essentially toddlers. I'm like, my brain's going to explode. It was, I got to the point where like, you know, moving was uncomfortable and picking them up was uncomfortable and leaning forward was uncomfortable. So like chasing them around and keeping them away from things they weren't supposed to touch and stuff. It was just so stressful, <laughs> so stressful. So his parents got back. Julian was like two weeks old and it, it, almost immediately we were like, okay, how soon can we get the hell out of here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because now there were six of us plus the two of them and they were upstairs and we were downstairs but you know our boys knew they were up there and wanted to be with them and they're trying to work from home and like it was just it was a recipe for disaster so yeah grandma and grandpa can't be grandma and grandpa when yes you're there all exactly. the time exactly and again like me trying to keep them downstairs while I'm also juggling a newborn and it was just it was not good <laughs> But everyone came out unscathed, so. <laughs> yes, you gave birth and moved back into the RV. Yes, and we got out like the day before it started to like really snow. So we didn't really have to maneuver this giant camper in our two-wheel drive van in any snow, which was so nice. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. So what's your plan for the future? Like, where are your goals to travel to? Do you have like a dream destination? Um, if I see Yellowstone Park, National Park, and the Grand Canyon, I think I could give up traveling. Those are my, okay, maybe not give up traveling. But those are the two things that I want to see really badly. And I believe we've planned Yellowstone um, end of May, first week of June. We'll see. <laughs> because when we'll we see. talked about it, I want to say I had known I was pregnant for like a week. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we're going to have this tiny little baby. And But my worries, feels like my worries were worry. for nothing. <laughs> Four yeah. kids, ain't no thing. Well, once you have three under three or whatever you wear you two up. I wear two we'll climb some mountains it'll be good <laughs> <laughs> oh. okay so um 
are you going to start a blog? What are you going to do? Because, you know, you got some interesting lives going on there. Well, we, I tried the YouTube channel route. I tried the YouTube channel route and honestly, I didn't hate it, but setting aside time uninterrupted, it doesn't happen, doesn't happen um, to say what I need to say. And then also to have time to edit it without interruptions, because if I lose my train of thought, (laughs) I edited... I think I've only done two videos and I edited the first one and the second one I was like, you know what? I'm just going to post it as is because like I don't have the patience to like sit and I can't, I can't do it. If I don't have time to sit and do it all at once, I don't want to do it. I don't yeah. want to like come back to it, you know, because you're, you've lost your Well, momentum. the whole point is that you're wanting to experience the things you're experiencing and you don't want yeah. to get in the way of that. Yeah. So Which I'm trying sense. to figure out social media wise how to do it without I feel like there's such a fine line between like hey here's this cool stuff and here's what we're learning as we go and like hey look at us we're on vacation all the time you know what I mean like I don't want to come across as a jackass but like hey this is super cool that we get to do this so yeah and you should know that when you're in this town this exists you know like yeah. yeah Well, and so, Harrison has Harrison had a t- has a tablet, and when we were in Tennessee, all of a sudden I heard him on his tablet, and he was like, "And I'm Harrison, and make sure you subscribe to my channel." And I looked at Rob, and I was like, "Did you hear what he just said?" And he was like, "No." I'm like, "He wants everyone to subscribe to his channel. That kid needs a YouTube channel because <laughs> seeing it from his perspective would be so cool." Because yeah that he says like so he took brought his tablet to lunch that day and kept doing it he was like oh and by the way guys this is lemonade this isn't pop and make sure you subscribe to my channel (laughs) so we pre-recorded this but i'm going to insert here this segment of us asking harrison how he feels about um living on the road so so tell everyone what your name is my name is Harrison. I knew he was going to do this. He, I was like, <laughs> if you're going to do this, you can't do your baby voice. That suddenly <laughs> came out of nowhere. What? Harrison. Don't say Harrison. That's not your name. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, Harrison, how old are you? Four. You're four. Four and four? a half. Oh, four going on 17. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so do you what do you like about living in an RV I like that we can make a lot of friends from every country yeah do you get to see a lot of new people yeah yeah what states have you gone to do you know um, I know we're at Florida right now but I don't remember the rest because it was a long time Okay, like a whole week ago? Yeah. Yeah, understandable. Okay, well, other than making new friends, do you like living in the RV more than living at home at your old yeah. house? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah? 
I Why like do you like it? Because I can, it's, it has more space. Has more space. Okay, sounds like the opposite of the truth. What? Yes, it has bunk beds, and I really want bunk beds. Yeah, do you have a bunk for all of you? Yeah, so there's one that pops you, and there's one that I sleep on, and there's one that Goose sleeps on. So Julia can sleep on the one that's up top feel. Okay, once he gets big enough to sleep by himself? Yeah. Okay, so there's plenty of room for all of you. Yeah. Yeah. Do you stay up late sometimes with your brothers? Yeah. What do you do when you stay up late? Well, we we did go to Aunt Tara's. That's when we stay up late to play video games. <laughs> Calling her out. Okay. <laughs> Aunt Tara lives in Florida, right? So it's kind of cool that you get to go down there and see her in your moving house. Yeah. It's a moving house. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite thing to do outside? My favorite thing is to go to the park and the pool. Okay. Are, have you been swimming a lot this week? Well, I only did it once. Okay. Because I wasn't listening all the other days. Yeah, we had to learn our lesson, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to listen from now on, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, that makes it that makes everyone happier. Yeah. Then we can go swimming. Yeah, we can go swimming and make our mom happy. Everything we like to do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you miss anything about living in your old house? Well, I do miss living in it because it has a downstairs and this camper doesn't. (laughs) That's true. That's very true. Do you ever feel like you don't have enough space in the camper or you think it's just right? It's just right. It's just right. Okay. Yeah. Where where do you where do you really want to go next? Where's where do you tell your mom that you want to take the camper to? Um, I really want to go back to see Kara. I knew that. You do? <laughs> Did you have a lot of fun? Where did you guys go with Tara? I saw you got to ride some rides. We we went to the zoo and we also went to the flower garden place. Bush garden? Yeah. Yeah. Did you ride a roller coaster? Yeah. I Was ride it? I ride it free. <laughs> Was it scary or was it fun? It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything disappointed? He was like two inches too short for like five more, and he was like (laughs) the worst. Well, you just gotta you yeah, you just gotta keep growing, and then you can go on the big roller coasters. Yeah, then I can go on every roller coaster in the world. Yeah, that's awesome. Do you have anything special you want to tell the people? Uh, No. No. Okay. (laughs) Thank you for your help. I think we're all done. Yeah. Talk about uh, alone time and living on the road and then, then we can be done. I just want to hear like, how hard is it to not ever be by yourself? I'm sorry. You said something about alone time and I'm not sure. Could you explain to me what that is? 
So you're saying that even if you weren't in an RV, you wouldn't get alone time? No. <laughs> Hell no. I've had like pre-planned alone time and didn't know what the hell to do with myself. Yeah. I I think we only had two kids at the time and Rob was like, I'm going to take them both to the treehouse at the mall, the play place at the mall. Okay. And then I like went into full-blown panic mode. Oh my God, I have two hours with no one needing me. What do I do? And like the infinite possibilities flooded my brain and I think I did nothing because I was like, uh brain cannot compute so um yeah i don't know what that is <laughs> last so, night last night rob actually went to bed like early and i had julian sleeping on my chest and i think i watched like four or five episodes of my show by myself before i realized what was happening <laughs> wait a second no one has talked to me for like two hours what's happening <laughs> New Girl, by the way, I'm re-watching it. It's fabulous. Yeah, you've got good TV show taste, so. <laughs> okay, well, uh, that sounds like about it. So uh, I'll tag your social media in the show notes if people want to follow you because your kids are hilarious and they're worth watching put sand in their face <laughs> repeatedly. <laughs> the best part is how he wasn't looking and then he's like, huh? He's like, <laughs> and this whole face covered in sand well and that's, what that's uh, how goose, that's goose how sir like, you go. go ahead you go no you go <laughs> goose that, gooser or gus is like in the perfect age right now where he's like figuring everything out but not really sure whereas the other two are like smart enough to do their own thing oh and my like, gosh and, and Theo's, Theo's just dirty in every video that you post of him Theo's, because he just, <laughs> Theo's our honey badger. He's the one that does not give a shit and he is sour and sweet, but you can see in Gus's eyes, like we gonna have problems. He is so (laughs) like, he looks sneaky and like, he's just, he's an observer. So he's like watching everything and like figuring out everyone's buttons. So, you know, when he's old enough, he is going to tear shit up because he can. And And he's so cute. He is so cute. That's the problem is he's so cute that he's even so when cute. he's being so naughty, he's so cute. For the first time today, I was like, hey, we can't go outside until you have a dry diaper. And he goes, no. And I was like, oh, great. He learned the word <laughs> no. Here we go. And I said, yes. And he goes, yes. <laughs> I was like, God, you're so cute. <laughs> So yeah, it'll be, be worth following her so you can see all of their fun adventures and <laughs> see if her kids really do get eaten by gators. So on the next episode, kids get eaten by gators. Here's the thing. You've got four of them. Something's bound to go <laughs> wrong sometime, right? You got There's three too many of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. That's the end. That's all she wrote. <laughs>